No. That's right, because you're a dog. Dogs can't hold pizza. What do you mean, inside of them? No, with their paws. Oh, I thought you meant like if it goes in, it's they can't hold on to it, it comes right back out. Don't forget to eat the mic. Yum. If I don't eat the mic, I can definitely tell, so that's a good... Yeah, I'm eating the mic right now. That's a good cue. But now I'm now I'm not eating the mic. To keep your face right next to this sponge of bacteria and spittle. Ass sweat. But, butthole sweat. My guests... I'm too drunk for this. Do you have to do an introduction? I'll do the introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. My guests today are none other than John Rasmussen and Seth Gibson, formerly known as Bird Politics, the band. Formerly? I mean, we're still in a bandy train. Just because you don't live here doesn't mean the band is dead. You did say our names. That's an introduction, so we're allowed to talk. John and I just practiced two nights ago, was it? Yeah, night before last. It's my pleasure to have on the podcast today two members of the band Bird Politics, a band that I'm very partial to because I'm in it, John Rasmussen and Seth Gibson. It's the 525 Records podcast.
God, who is that guitar player that just took a dump over that whole fucking song? I mean, God, who is that guy? Yeah, where did that mix come from? Elliot, there's, those are still some good chops, buddy. That was Bird Politics with a song called Walk a That Bike. was uh, from the demo. That was the demo recording, right? Oh, okay. Yet unreleased, yeah. recorded by the great Pat Kearns. Yeah. That makes sense. Studio 13. John, there's I want to I want to ask you cuz I never really knew but in the verse parts are you hitting the fucking rim all the time? Yeah. That sounds like a bicycle spoke. Yes. Like like click, a card click, in click, your click, fucking click, like click, you put a baseball click, card click. in your bike tire or some shit. Thank God the drummer was rock solid on that cut cuz Holy fuck, dude. Those are yeah. Here's the thing. I think that's the worst version of that song I've ever heard as really? far as the drums go. I'm missing so many good like little hits and shit like they're the in later versions that's the demo version so in later versions there are a bunch of really good little drum licks and stuff that go on all absent in that version i thought that take was pretty solid buddy i mean it sounded solid but there's a lot there's a lot missing john rasmussen on the drums on that track seth gibson uh vocals and guitar yeah rhythm guitar there yours truly on uh lead guitar and I, then the great mark Breidenbach, oh. a very underrated bass performance oh there's a really great not underrated in my mind dude he i looked right at seth always and was surprises like, Did you hear me. that bass yeah he uh he was a natural bass player because of, i think of his uh, piano skills and, and training like that left hand instantly comes up on the bass guitar and can do what it's supposed to do which is walking bass lines and fill you know riffs and whatever but oh we're getting a phone call you guys want to talk to andrew yeah it's cool as shit hello hello welcome to the 525 records podcast you're live on the air that sounds so much like a like a voicemail are are you is that how you stand always you're actually you're actually well, on actually, uh, the podcast okay. right now. You're actually on the podcast. Hey, we're we're uh, actually doing a podcast. Uh, all, right, all right. Well, I was going to talk to you because I'm kind of in a bind, man. Like, I uh, I have this big pull for me tomorrow, but I also have in my cul-de-sac, there's going to be a chamber band playing all this beautiful classical music. Um, maybe six to seven thirty or so, and I have to set up the equipment. But I'm gonna set it up at like nine thirty in the morning. I'm looking for someone that has a basic understanding of how to work the equipment. If I if I win at pool, I won't be there. It's very complicated. I want to go. I want to win at pool. It's very important. But like, uh, I won't be there either. I know. I love you. But you're in Portland. You're in Portland. I, know, I thought, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to think. Of who can I call? Who can I call for this? I got big plans tomorrow, buddy. Uh, I got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sorry. I dropped out. I, uh, my phone died. Oh yeah, no, dude. We're yeah, of course. I, well, I, I was. I you hear that being making crazy with uh, my phone and not let it die in front of you. It always dies in front of you, and afterwards, you're like it's dead. Oh my God! It happens. What does this all mean? I'm probably have a death in front of me. Um, 
yeah. So either way, I thought I would. I was just fucking. I don't know what else to do with call podcast. <laughs> Buddy, you talk to me more. When, you should call me before you fucking come to Portland. And I, honestly, you you don't. And Andrew misses you. The only reason you're talking to me now is because I keep calling you. It's not like I don't feel and you're bad. In no, 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 no. I want you to feel bad. I want you to feel a purpose. Um, imagine I'm a purpose. Bro, we got to get you in the need, studio. I need water, and you're the water. Yeah. Dude, you got to, number one, you got to do the podcast again. Number two, we got to get you in a studio, you know? I mean, uh, dude, I'm, I'm, all I want to do is sing. I fucking, I have the voice of an angel that's been drinking too much and possibly needs to go to bed. I can't wait so to cut that for an That's who I am always. I mean, you know what? That's the best fucking, that's the best voice you can get. Oh, he. He said just like an angel that was tired and needed to go to bed. Uh, I drank too much. Yeah, great fucking. That's the best fucking voice, dude. I mean, uh, uh, I Elaine Studios is available. You got to come over here recording. and record, bro. Uh, whoever that is, yes. Whoa, <laughs> that's me, Seth. I've got some. Yeah. I've got well, some recording I, equipment. I understand you do too. We have hundreds of dollars worth of recording. <laughs> I have a. I have this microphone. Okay, so I have this microphone. I'm trying to clean down my fucking shit, but I have this microphone that actually has like an external amp connected to it. And I know it's a really good, great tube amp microphone. I've never used it ever. I heard about them online. Someone was selling one for a hundred bucks. I know they're usually like four or five hundred bucks. So I was like, I'll take this. Yeah. This is a great segue yeah. into one of the mics that we love the most is the Cascade Vinjet Ribbon. And the only reason I know about that mic is because you bought that mic at five two five and then had it for a brief yeah, period. It worked really well for you. Yeah, you I, loved it. I borrowed it quite extensively, fell in love with it. And then I ever touched it. I was like, where's my bike at? I'm and then you sold it <laughs> and ripped my heart out and uh I was Michael. I didn't I didn't I didn't realize you were so yeah. I should have been more uh adaptive and understanding. I'm sorry. I sorry I ripped your heart out. No, I've oh. I, I you know, I shouldn't have been borrowing other people's no, no, honestly, it's not, but it isn't even anywhere near. But that's a great mic. Yeah, yeah. It's a great cheap ass mic that I got. It was like, but I'm ready. I'm ready to fucking record, man. There you go. Somebody's calling me right now. <laughs> yeah, let's set up a recording time. Bring little, your little, mic little, with little, you. Little. Of course. Uh, where are you at, Seth? Down in Milwaukee. So I. Honestly, uh, have I met you? Do you remember meeting me? I don't remember meeting you. I don't, I, I, I don't I think you. we've met in person, no. But I know you well, from I know you no, from no, no, the no, no, five two five uh, sure. website, and I've listened to your songs and enjoy them. I, I appreciate that, Andrew when, Leach, uh, the very first uh, artist on the five two five records record label. He held it down for almost a year by himself as the only artist on yeah. 525 Records. I would also like to give some props to Eat Drain for that video, right? 
with the gambling Medina? and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I worked really hard on that. I mean, I'm sure you didn't, but it was, it was really good. Awesome yeah. Video. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm sure I did. It was hours and hours of work and really? filming at different locations, editing <laughs> and then compiling it into a finished product. I mean, I felt I've I learned to love that ukulele. I've you know we was it? It we, was traveled, we traveled too. together. Oh, we gambled together. You know. Oh, I couldn't agree more yeah. about the subject uh, I that you guys you. are talking about right now. But if you live like so, for one thing, if you live locally, we should talk more because we live locally. Bro, I'm gonna call you tomorrow. Okay. Not you, not you. I'm talking to, I'm talking to your friend. Um. Yeah, he's talking to me. Okay. Right? Like, like we right? You live in Milwaukee. We should be close. We should learn to lo- to learn about each other. But am I wrong? Am I wrong? Because honestly, like I am just a musician. I want to play really good music, and I'm starving. I've been starving for a year, like everyone else of us. Well, we'll, have, I just we'll have to get together to and play some music sometime soon. Sure, but like, let's also get together and learn about each other, and not worry about the music level. But let's like, let's make friends. Wait, you're, you're okay. I can't believe you're hitting. Like, on uh, says, you, so we don't have to. We don't, you don't have even to, know what he looks like. Gross. Maybe he's gross. I don't care what he looks like, man. <laughs> you're lying. If he cares what I look like, we're done. Because I look, I, I'm like the fucking ogre here. Over yeah, here. how are you looking nowadays? <laughs> how you feeling, buddy? Hi. I'm just ogre. ogre yeah, I'm ogreific. Oh, you got all your hits. But a voice of an angel. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So if you had to sum yourself up in one word, it would I got the fucking voice of an angel up over here. <laughs> <laughs> I look like an ogre, though. I look like an ogre, but I got the voice of a fucking angel. <laughs> Give me a little break here. <laughs> These hands look like such strong hands. Wow. Um, Is that an ogre quote? No, that's actually a quote from uh, Never a Story. Oh. Oh, yeah, the, the rock the, guy. The, the, the rock guy couldn't hold on to anything. And nothing took it over so bad. He was like, these hands look like such strong hands. Yeah. Every morning I wake up and I'm like, these hands look like such strong hands. But then I go to work and I'm like, no, I need to ask people. Yeah, to help me like, okay. stuff. I, yeah like jobs squeeze the lemons. You know, like I just not squeeze them or not. Yeah, yeah. Not with this yeah. carpal tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No squeezing anything. That's why it's better to step on lemons than squeeze them. <laughs> It's a, it's a hard choice. I step on it or sorry, I squeeze it. It's a hard choice. Dude, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you tomorrow. We're gonna set it all up. All right. I'll have you later. I think you're talking to me. So. Yeah. Bye, uh, no. And uh, yeah. Thanks for calling in to the Factory Five Records. Mind you later, dude. Uh, oh, I still on some podcast. This is weird. This is you're you're actually on the podcast now, but you're gonna listen to this. In oh, before I wasn't though. I was just like uh, floating around. That was the test run. This is the actual. Oh, I uh, already, already told you on the podcast. So this is all. Yeah, like, uh, it was like a test It was like uh, it wasn't a test run. It was a test run. I was fucking floating around in like a four D, a six D space where. All right, I'm drunk. I'm sorry. Bye. Oh no, Dude. I can't wait to be where I, I'm working on getting where you are right now. Oh, he hung, oh. Up. He hung up. Not thank God, but I didn't want to have to keep explaining myself. 
I mean, as far as me wanting to feel like he feels, because that sounded awesome. You I'm like, tell damn, Andrew I wish I was an inter- To go listen to the space. other artists on 525. I don't think website. he does. No? I don't think he, he does. Does he know who did his album art? He doesn't know that there's anyone else on the label. Elliot? Did he, like mean, his, did he like his album art? He seemed to have heard your stuff, so. Mine stuff? Yeah, he's stalking he's like, you. Yeah, I've heard, heard you, you know, heard your music recently. Oh, really? Like, we need, I, we I need to get that. to know each other. He was like kind of <laughs> really like dating, well, wanted to date he just, you. He knows that I live nearby and he did you give wants him your to number? play music, I think. We did not exchange numbers. Did he send you a dick but pic? Elliot, Elliot did give him my address, so that's Oh, good. really? Yeah. I got to cut this out. You can say Maple Lane Studios. You know how many Maple Lanes are on the planet Earth? I don't know, like seven. What was your favorite bird <laughs> politics gig back in the day? So, like, one of my memorable ones is that, uh, I think it was Kyle's birthday. We had a whole, it was a whole outdoor setup. We rented a van, brought all the gear. Yeah, that was at oh. his house in the in the barn. We were all what? super frosty for that. Oh. We just, they just got that house in St. John's. In St. John's, yeah. in, the, in the Barney Garage. It was so fucking cold. It was a Halloween party. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I forgot about that. I played that, right? Yeah. Oof. That was, that's uh, early on. But I do remember I was a man with a monkey on his back. That was my Halloween costume. I think I had a monkey mask. On we my demolished back. an entire bottle of uh, bullet bourbon. I remember us sounding terrible. Which sounds kind of pedestrian nowadays. It's like <laughs> the three of us could just bottoms up on a bottle of bullet and be like, ah, yeah, let's make a podcast. Yeah, why not? Um, a show that I remember, not my favorite show. But when we played this bar also in St. John's on Lombard called the Blue Parrot. I remember the Blue uh, Parrot. Battle of the Band? This is also yes. where Toothbrush. There was Hold a, on. There was a band called Branta, and they were actually really Branta. good. Branta. Super and, good. Yeah, I got their CD or, uh, or whatever. Uh, but they ended up winning, and I was like secretly like, what? I th- we were the better band, you know? But, but they're they from Seattle, and they yeah, brought more they crowd than we did. They did. <laughs> So they had better cheers. It was based but on cheers from the crowd, and they brought more people. And that venue was falling apart. Carpet just basically draped over a stage with holes in it. So if you stepped on the wrong part of the stage, you'd start, you'd like twist your ankle or start sinking down. And the PA system, the mics were not grounded, ungrounded at all. Oh. I got shocked like a. I son ended of up. A ch- someone I think took their shirt off. That or, was me. That was. And wrapped it around the microphone. Yeah, for <laughs> so, you. Thank you. And then I still got shocked. <laughs> thank because you, I was Elliot. only backup vocals. So. Thank you for sacrificing. <laughs> but yeah, when you, because you know, when you're singing and you're, uh, especially with rock and roll music and you're up close to the mic, you know, your lips in, inevitably touch the microphone. Yoink. But there was such a live current through that mic that. Yeah, that was. Did the, it seem? Was it raining, or was the place flooded, or something like that? I feel uh, like maybe was a at water one situation. point it was. Not, it was just self-induced torture. Unless yeah. you've been in a band and played one of these shitty fucking bars, <laughs> like it's very hard to relate to this. But basically, your lips are just dancing with the windscreen of the microphone, and at, at every juncture, there's a shock. It's like a, it's it'd be like self-induced torture where you have you know you have to go to sing to line, and you get you're getting shocked every time. But yet you, <laughs> the show must go on, so you just keep singing and you keep getting shocked, and it's the most annoying fucking thing yeah, ever. It's very. It's very as you're saying it like that well yeah maybe you like the torture but 
I didn't like the torture. Drummers. Yeah, that bar was weird. Elliot, are you gonna be on? Are you gonna be in town on the twenty fifth? I'm not. Mm. Sorry, boy. I don't like that. I know. We need you, buddy. I'm really sad. I'm gonna miss this gig. Yeah, the twenty fifth is uh, the first less cash show since for a year. COVID. Yeah, happened. COVID. COVID. So, I'm upset. Why can't you be Come here? Come on, man. You have, a, you have other stuff going on. <laughs> I do. I hit the button, everybody. Was it your wedding day? I hit the magic button. Uh, Which no. one was it? Red? Elliot's a very busy guy for a retired person. Five to Five Records podcast brought to you by the Roadcaster. Uh, if you have a podcast and you need an all in one solution, an in the box platform for all of your podcasting needs, you can't beat the Roadcaster. I use it, I love it, I highly recommend it. Roadcaster. I remember, you remember the, um, do you guys remember the Hawthorne Theater? Oh, yeah. That was a yeah. fucking amazing show. That was a big, that I think that was maybe our first show. We played it before they started getting really big. But it was, bands it was, I don't there. think that was, was still, our first show. No, it was still it, called Conan's at the time. On the corner of 39th and Hawthorne? Yes. Well, it was like, called Conan's at the time. They started getting big bands. Like we saw Circle Jerks and, you know, yeah. the whole punk circle. Yeah, crew. I saw a bunch. Of, I yeah. I've seen some punk there. But a big venue, you know, 500 I think we plus. got that show through Josie and a uh, co-worker of Mark's. You're talking yes. about the, the old warehouse. Masonic Lodge on the corner of 39th. She started, working, it looks she like started working for the Thrasher dude. I'm talking... The promoter guy. Mike Thrasher. Rest in peace. Mike Thrasher. Um, probably the first all-ages show we played. Like, That's most right. of our shows were all it's 21 and up, but it that one the they had... Split down the middle Yeah, but room. the... The right in front of the stage was like all ages, and then they had a divider where the people drinking were actually further away. And I, I seem to remember we had quite a big crowd in the front. So it felt like it. Yeah, so, <laughs> I have a, feel like it. I have a pretty good story from that day yeah. when we played that show. We went there, we unloaded our gear, we set up. I think we even did sound check, and we're like, we're hungry. We need to uh, find some food. So we walked down the street, walked down Hawthorne. Landed at the Baghdad Theater. I remember that. We just got some slices of pizza. A couple of drinks. It's. Do you remember that it was incredibly hot that day? Yeah. Like 100 degrees out. Yeah. So I'm sitting there eating this slice of pizza. I look over. There's a homeless person like digging through the garbage <laughs> yeah. next to me, right? I'm sitting there eating this slice of cheese pizza. This guy has a crazy scabby head wound on top of his head that's like seeping like a big open crazy head one and he's reaching into the garbage that's i don't know seven feet from me across from our table on the edge of the street on hawthorne and he picks up a book <laughs> <laughs> he picks up because there's the there was a ben and jerry's right over there right basically across the street from there right within a, a block or so of the baghdad so someone had thrown their ice cream into the uh, garbage. They're like, I'm done with this ice cream. This guy pulled it out and is... It's in a cup? It's in the little pint thing. Yeah. The little Ben and Jerry's pint. It's 100 degrees out. And he's drinking the bottom of the Ben and Jerry's pint. Some protein. With this open head wound. And I'm eating cheese pizza. It was, mm. it, it was too much. I was like, 
and it's and it's a hundred degrees out, so I'm already losing my fucking mind. I'm like, oh, it's already. I'm not already hungry too anymore. Much. Can we go play this show now? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want. Ugh. That just really puts you in a rock and roll mood, there, Dude, doesn't it? I mean, open head wound, homeless guy drinking ice cream from the garbage. Yeah, I'm so pumped <laughs> to go play this show. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I think my favorite place to play was um, was the Tonic on Sandy. I liked their stage and their room. Yeah, blue skies would metal play with the smokes. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great place. See, that was the era though when it's like um, you make no money except for the door. But out of the True. door comes the sound guy and the door guy. Yeah. So at the end of the night, after drinks, you probably owe them money. But that's Possibly. that's the 2000s, you know? That's like the early 2000s, I guess. Smoking on stage. Did we ever play a, ah, a venue where we... Did we ever play a show where we got a percentage of bar sales? I, yes. I was never Frickin involved with the every money. single time. They, they Z out when you start, and then they Z out, I guess is the term tell the register to stop here and they tell the register to stop here whatever sales in there they give you a percentage I think that's of those the way sales. to go yeah. i gotta say that that's yeah, you really yeah, like yeah. if you bring people in you bring people you bring alcoholics yeah forget about it you're making a bunch of money that's that reunion show at the firkin the last show we oh, played dude. that show was awesome that was one of the greatest nights of my life yeah um i was in the pangs of opiate withdrawals and uh Somebody saved me with an expired old fentanyl. Oh, fentanyl pop. pop. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> was just talking about the fentanyl just pop. Told that story last I was night. just telling I was just telling people about that. I was like, I think it was expired. And and someone in the crowd was like, That's dangerous. You should not have given for me. that to a person. I'm like, no, this guy could have shoved that thing up his ass. And well, I, I took it, it into into his crazy soft membrane of his butthole and been just fine. The person who provided it, who shall remain nameless, is was a real lifesaver. But it was about three o'clock in the afternoon, way too early, you know. And I'm I just, don't remember where that person got that. I mean, I was literally just diarrhea, shitting, laying on the ground, sweating, and couldn't even fucking walk and then ah, uh, that I, sounds so fun i popped that fentanyl pop and i felt like a million bucks for about two hours <laughs> and then it started to fade and then i still had to continue drinking but right. that show was great as a result of that because you know we had to load in load gear all that shit all the shit you do in a rock band yeah that was the triple bill right yeah the infamous yeah mark mark triple plays bill. every show the yeah, i can i can't less yeah. cash senators but I, I i'll never oh, forget cash with alpha yeah oh boy like Weird. the the only band that ever played the firkin that really had like packs sold out energy with mad applause the autonomics and i feel like that night we got close to that kind of level will you please silence your phone i hate this knock it off oh i'll just Elliot. take my headphones off Ah, it's still out in the air. Maybe I have to call you back. <laughs> I love you. I'm in the middle of a podcast. Here's the thing. Yeah. I have to call you, you back. Are you FaceTiming? I love you. Yes, I'm working. I love you. How come you don't show us? All right, love you, bud. All right, bud. Wow. <sighs> hey, Elliot. How come you have a jazzy version of Darth Vader's Death March for your fucking <laughs> favorite person in your life's ringtone? Because wow, it's John, excellent observation. It's a mellow. And excellent question. It's yeah. a mellow version. 
Yeah, but yeah, it's, you know, a, it it's takes, still a doomy song. <laughs> and then he picks That's, up the whiskey and dun, takes a pull. Oh boy! The reaction is a. Uh, yeah, my answer to that question is a. Look, how do you take a sad, evil song and make it sound good and happy? That's why this ringtone appeals. I guess that's what. What's his name? But you are still putting that ringtone on your girlfriend. Well, look, I just needed something so I could tell whether it was a spam call and whether I should mute it immediately or actually. But you chose Darth Vader's Death March. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because it's a jazzy. Yeah, you know, snazzy version of you it. You kind of look like Princess Leia with your buns on your side right now. Oh, thanks, buddy. We all look like Princess Leia with our buns on our side. You need. Some Can we indirect, hear another song? You need some indirect. Yeah, to get us, uh, out here. We're taking requests on the Five Five Podcast. My guest today on the podcast. What do you want to hear, John? John Rasmussen, the drummer. If I were, if I were to pick any senator's song to listen yeah. to right now, hold on. I need like a minute. Oh, uh, by the way, people, a, senators question. equals bird politics. Yeah, a, you got to. We changed our name several times. It's quite a bit. Um, you know what I'd like to hear? Yeah. The most recent bird politics song. Okay. Oh, the uh, one we did in the it's Maple the Lane. Three, it's the three of us at Maple Lane. Yeah. Just like a couple of months you ago. You got that on your phone, E-Train? Do I have that on my phone, <laughs> E-Train? Get out of here. <laughs> what a stupid question. Jesus. Fuck, I hope it's good because I just requested this. Oh, no, that's right, it's good.
the latest, greatest bird politics song, yet unreleased, fresh out of the can, still being worked on as we speak. Yeah. Exclusive. Needs, a, I think, another mix or another pass-through, but not bad for recording it in the uh, in the new studio. Over there, I spent you know? all night. I stayed up all night till the sunrise mixing that. Yeah, you did a great job. I, I think it sounds fun. perfect. I don't know yeah. what Seth is talking about. I, took I think it, the I took low it, end's a little... It needs another sense. pass. You need to hear more snare. You need, you know, a little more high-end stuff. I think through. less I high know. end on the snare, a little more low end on the snare. If we're just going to talk the snare, yeah. I mean, we can start. Do you want to start at snare and work our way through every? Sure. I just <laughs> I feel like it's just a little muddy, and it's epic and it's a ton of reverb on the drums. I wanted it as big as I could make yeah, it. Yeah, and it is, and I love it. But way I'm just over saying, the top. you know. I took it to my engineer mentor in Vegas, the great Johnny Gibson. Yeah. What do you say? Tone Factory. Big shot Johnny out. Gibson, it's like a combination of John Rasmussen and yeah. Seth Gibson. No, this guy's ah, awesome. Ah, this he, guy's got to be good. I like that He's guy. Uh, currently working with Debbie Gibson on her new record. <laughs> so. She goes by Deborah. Are they related? No, but he's yeah, amazing. He's awesome. But I played, it, by Deborah Gibson I played it for him, and he was just sort the of like- The latest Deborah Gibson? Debbie Gibson. Hold on. Is it a real thing? I want to hear what he said. You played it for him, and what did he say? He's like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't, it didn't blow him away. Did you ah. tell him that we recorded it with an Apollo and a Mac and oh, yeah, some for shitty sure. mics? Yeah. yeah. In an annex of a compound? Yeah. Did I tell him that I poured my heart and soul and sweat <laughs> into a 12-hour mixing session where yeah. I stayed up until the sunrise to He's like, finish Meh. it? Mm, I don't know. He's, he does that every day, though. He's yeah. he's a you know a hardcore engineer. He's mixing all kinds of shit 24-7. So. Well, he's probably yeah. bored by anybody who asks, what do you think of this? What are we talking about? I love that. I love that you have all your fucking hits over there. I got a roadcaster today. This is what we're breaking in tonight. And so if, you get eight. That's not important right now. The uh, the first thing I did was program the pads with Joe Budden. You get effects. more than eight, I think. He I like said that you have a. Um, the Five to Five Records podcast brought to you by Roadcaster. If uh, you're in the podcast game, you got a podcast out there, you need an all-in-one solution. You need an in-the-box platform capable of all the modern technology has to offer. Go to Roadcaster. Check it out. Hey, Elliot, can I add two cents to that Roadcaster uh, ad? Desperate dick Hey, here's the thing. The Roadcaster right is so good that it's incapable of not being capable. It doesn't even know how to do it. It doesn't even know how to be incapable. I like that double it's, negative, it's John. So you're great. onto something. Ugh, it it's can't like, not you're be You're an ad man. It doesn't understand incapable. Back to bird politics. John, what are some of your favorite memories? I mean, I know we used to play a lot of shows really fucked up. You know, a lot of drugs, a lot of booze. Kelly's Olympian comes to mind. Uh, oh, that was our quote-unquote last show ever. Well, we played there a few times, and this is Didn't where we? memory gets foggy. Oh, yeah. I only the remember the shot? last one. Oh, I, yeah. This is what I'm saying. Drugs. A hell of a time. We, we, who do we what? play with the first time? I don't remember time? drugs. Bro, I remember drugs. <laughs> oh. I remember drugs on the last show. If by drugs you mean cracking the bodies of Stratocasters, then you Well, I mean, I don't know how I never got driving. arrested, but here, here, this was my routine, is I would buy a bunch of pills illegally, and then I'd put them in an Altoid tin. I'd go through TSA, 
with about a hundred felonies if they were, God forbid, to ever open my bag. And, and like, then one, two, three, four. <laughs> each one a felony. <laughs> and oh, I'll just put them in an altoids. One hundred counts. Never got busted. Thank God. I must have a guardian angel. But uh, you know, and then roll into Portland, play some music. The entirety of our bands, the sorry, I'm misspeaking. The whole time we were a band, Elliot didn't live in Portland, but everyone else did. Uh, he he lived in Vegas. A frequent flyer on Southwest. So Airlines. he had come he had up. Resi- he had he had he practiced semi, at home. I guess residency. In we'd Portland. practice if we had a show coming up. He'd fly up and we'd cram in like two practices before the show. I would say he was a resident of Portland because he had a he was the primary leaseholder on a. I don't think that ha- was happening yet. This is before the five two five house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what a feat, <laughs> really. I mean, you know, commuter band member. Oh yeah, that's still right. we're able to play shows all over town. Record, play shows. Record, yeah. Recording record. is one thing. Playing shows is another. Where it's like, yeah, you got to be around that's, a few weekends a year. Well, de- you know, I'm never dedication. I'm never one to toot my own horn, but uh, the entire <laughs> year of 2007, I would say that was the peak year of bird politics slash we keep calling it the center 2007 i had i had owned a house i worked two because yeah. it was the senators I worked, we played under the name <clears throat> the senators 80 hours a week two jobs i'd fly up friday i'd fly back sunday night go back to work on monday i mean there's no way i could ever do that without yeah. a fuck ton of without your own horn yeah yeah and man that fucking house dude what about with without putting some toot in your horn I mean, I don't, you know, I don't like to toot my own <laughs> horn. But. Yeah, Kelly's, that show, okay, so I'm moving to Austin. It's billed as the last show at Kelly's Olympian. What, is this an official announcement? We get, the, we get Sean White to do the his senior reel, basically. Every video he's ever, every movie, every video he's ever made is projected behind the band. And we played i think every song we ever wrote except for like one or two maybe and so we i think we closed it the smokes the smokes got the show and we tagged along i think and then they just let us play we like took the we took two slots i think it was just the smokes opening then we played like two whole albums i mean the best part, I mean, okay, number one, Is Sean Drug Energy, Sean White, question? Sean White, genius, love his work. Uh, yeah. He's made a number of insanely awesome videos. But see, there's some hidden footage of Penka in the background. Yeah. Yes, and I'm Doing like. A- uh, what is it? Unknown soldier, unnamed soldier. What? I had no. Song? I had no idea. Penka had filmed a music video. Yeah. Where is this video? How do we get it? Yeah, that'd be awesome to um, see again. I'll look it up right now. He also recorded. Right he, I think he had to learn to use Pro Tools in that same school, and I remember doing a a random song with John and Alpha and that was maybe one of my oh, first it's the worst it's so bad we just but listened to it the other so, night one of it's my, the worst song <laughs> it was like the first time I oh, played bass or I or I just started playing bass right, I this, wish you could give a little sample smokes. right now because it's the worst and, um, song it was like a collaboration and then eventually it devolves into John saying the Pledge of Allegiance in like a deep oh, it's John so voice weird. that's right like Christmas like, vacation like, yeah like a uh, weird Pledge of Allegiance like, uh, to the flag like Henry Rollins like we are all over the top all 
all three of us are like. I was thinking Henry Rollins, but it came across more as like <laughs> weird cartoon character. Yeah. Get yourself straight. She'll kick you right out of this. Child, you're live on the podcast. Get yourself straight. She'll kick you right out of this house, motherfucker. Yeah, we're podcasting. Can I have some tequila now? Of course. Hey, John. Will you give me a quick list of all the bands you've ever played drums in, starting from when you were first started playing? Let's see. There's Rasmussen. No, stop. No, you're way off. Rasmussen. Were you in Circus Mind? I I uh, auditioned for Circus Circus Mind. I was never a member. Okay. Drexel. Give me the list. Okay. Starting with brother sister groups that didn't okay. even have Wait, a name before brother sister groups. Okay. Downer. Downer. Milwaukee band. Who was Downer? Uh, Jason Stewart, myself, and Justin Weehage, Justin something like that. Okay. What do, what kind of music do you guys play? We were doing Nirvana covers. Nice. Right? Yeah. So you get it you get the vibe right off that, right? Yeah. Um Nirvana covers and then the originals were like just the band was called Downer and we were yeah. doing Nirvana covers, so it's just like blam 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 blam. What grade blam, do you think? What grade were you in? Oh, I was like a freshman. Okay. Downer was awesome. There were moments where like I would be playing music on the drums yeah. and then all of a sudden I'd be on my back and stroking air. Yeah. Because I'm just like my drum stool collapsed <laughs> and now I'm on my back, but I think I'm still playing the drums. Where are these shows? Are you playing shows or is this? No, this is a, uh, this is, practice this is rehearsal. at my parents' house. Okay. We're, we're kids in high school. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. What was the band right before Penka? Have you ever heard Verla? Have you ever heard Verla? I don't think so. Oh, you would lose your fucking mind. You'd be like, what the fuck is this? I'm going to find it. I'm going to play it for you. Because, Elliot, you'd be like, this is a study in, like, bananas. Bananas Republic. Early 90s music where you're doing something. Everybody else is doing grunge, but you're still doing, like, U2. Ooh. Next band, John. Okay. Go, go, go. Okay, so we have uh, Downer is the first band I was ever in. Well, me and Alpha playing in the fucking attic is the first band I've ever in, but we didn't have a name. It was the Let's Get Stone, listen to Led Zeppelin, and then rock out a couple of songs. You were at one point a long-haired <laughs> stoner. Yeah, twice a long-haired stoner. Hard to believe. So when did Penka get together? Okay. You're jumping me forward in time. What is there a band before Penka? In there, was, between? there was Verla, and then there was, uh, I think during Verla, we started playing with John Zeman, and then also Bill Doty, and that was Freak Freely. Freak Freely. Yeah. I remember Freak Freely. Yeah. We had stickers and everything, Elliot. I thought, <clears throat> I thought that was Freak the same Freely. band yeah. with a different name, though. No? I thought it was Lit. There was also Lit. Freak there was Freely. Three Pound Universe. Okay. There's a bunch of them. But yeah, that was essentially uh Did Alpha. Scott Duke ever play uh, with you guys? Or no? When we lived together, yeah, we'd play okay. in the basement. Yeah, okay. We never uh, had a band together know. though. All right. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, I remember I'm meeting so him good. when I was sixteen and I was 
you know, I was like, oh, this is a guitar. Virtuoso. What do you have? He had a fucking uh, Paul Reed Smith or something. Yeah, he is. His guitar was ass. fucking beautiful. First of all, his guitar was beautiful, and he played it perfectly. Yeah. So you're like, well, shit. What am I supposed to do now? Here's this guy doing music at some level that makes zero sense for me to give a fuck about trying. You know what I mean? Where it's like, why do I bother? He blew me away watching him at the 525 house in the yeah. 90s before I lived there. And I Scott don't know. Scott Duke? Yeah. Yeah. Jamming in the living room for sure. I remember that. Um, we played a show at Vicks. We moved up from California, 45 minute oh, lick. Oh, Vicks. We used to go there to drink quite a bit. And uh, I remember cool. getting in there underage. And uh, I don't know if you guys were playing this show there. Well, night, oh, though. absolutely. We, we played it, a, it's all about shows there. Otherwise, they'd be like, fuck off, kid. I, actually, I have one interaction that happened there. It was with my older brother. I was going there to meet Mastin, one of the owners. Mastin was the hookup for some fucking sweet leaf for my brother to get stoned. So uh, I was with Drexel. Drexel vouched for me. Oh, Drexel. Drexel vouched for me. It's like I ordered a fucking. Okay, so I'm like 19 years old walking into Vicks for the first time. And uh, Drexel is like, I can vouch for this guy. I order a fucking apricot ale. <laughs> and then <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think it was Mastin. It was Mastin, the owner, was fucking working. He was like, ugh. It's like, you vouch for this guy? It's like, yeah, I vouch for this guy. He's 21. <laughs> Not like 19. Like, an apricot ale? Like, it was a... But here's the thing, man. Apricot ale was the shit because it was a... It was a uh, McMinimins brand at that time. Was their, their apricot ale. Dude, we gotta find these old Ed Sessions. Yeah. There are some really good... Elliot, Elliot do you have any of the Ed Sessions? What are the Ed sessions? It was this fuckhead named Ed recorded us at the Paris Theater live. Oh yeah, in the theater. Yeah, I'd like to hear that. Let's hear. Let's hear. uh, Do you have all of it? So this is before you changed the name to Penka, right? The Ed sessions. Mm, Like, like I'm trying to think. Because I remember there were like various stages of polishedness. The, and I remember you guys practicing at some other guitar player's house uh, down in Brooklyn, maybe. No, lived there. Southwest. Huh? Over on the, uh, it was Bill. Bill, yeah. Yeah. That was Southwest. Over, yeah, that was uh, on the other side of the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it was off, off McAdam. McAdam. Yeah. Off McAdam, yeah. Yeah. So this is before that, right? Like before Bill is in the band? Mm-hmm. I think it's after. Okay. It feels it feels like it it should be before because it's le- one less member. We're still playing as a three piece, but I feel like we ditched a fourth member and ended up playing as a three piece. Maybe again, yeah. does that make sense? So Bronson was always in these incarnations, though, right? Yes. Or did he? Yeah. Okay. What did he play? The bass. bass yeah. yeah. He rocked. He rocked the bass. I remember him telling me a story one time about. Um, he was out in Estacada and fucking walked back to Southeast Portland. Oh, yeah. The whole time playing a nylon string guitar practicing bass. But are you sure he was, of course, a, he was, of course, shirtless as he is often. Squirtless. Yeah. But 
But his guitar, he said, was stuck to his, like he could just put his Gross. hands down and the guitar was stuck to his body. And then he put his hands back up and keep walking. It's still playing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like keep walking again. But uh, he really built his chops up, man. Like On that walk? Well, just in joining and playing with the <laughs> band. Because he didn't have experience when he first joined, did he? Like he a kind of no uh alpha know. alpha and uh, i mean between me playing drums and alpha playing guitar yeah yeah he had uh he had learned yeah he stepped in and he was uh, i mean he was aggressively right he was a quick ambitious study. and yeah. was like hell yeah
that song is mm-hmm. fucking rocking, dude. Thank you, Elliot, like for finding that because that's the song that we recorded a video to. Yeah, yeah. With to make Sean. money, we just I mean, need to release that shit. Yeah, that that's might be fucking pop. Fucking yeah, it's gold. 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 It's, it's gold. gold baby. That's who. All of a sudden, so me and Alpha are living on yachts. Mm-hmm. That's officially a Panko release, <laughs> right? It's Seth a Panko recording. And Nina in the that's a five two five release, steerage. right? It should be. You got to pursue that. Come on, man. That's like. Let's make yeah. that part of your label. I already said that shit. Yeah. You know what show I just remembered <laughs> that was kind of fun and weird was um, a little pop-up bar venue on 82nd Avenue called The Red Room. The Red Room. Yeah. And these were the days of MySpace when MySpace. when you were a band. <laughs> you a could, Lambo. You could actually connect with venues around town. Venues. Thank you, John. Oh, God. And... Um, so you could actually do Lambo. your own booking, you know, it was really easy to book shows. You just connect with, I remember the red room on my space. Yeah, yeah. And totally. We played with the atomic housewives there. The atomic housewives. I don't remember yeah. that show. Oof. They were pretty good. They were punk rock. Oh, wait, but maybe I, I remember that was like the first time we ever got a, or I don't maybe, mean maybe I was, sexist, the, but were they girls? Yeah. Uh, it was not all girls, but yeah, the Atomic Housewives. <laughs> yeah, were most front girls. There the, some fr- the front there. woman was a girl and guitar player. There were a couple of vaginas. And, uh, a couple of vaginas. But I band. remember them saying that was that was like the first compliment from another band I ever got. They were like, life. "Hey, you guys were pretty good." No, they, <laughs> they said, "Walk a bike." They're like, "That song fucking rocked." And that I was song like, does. Yeah, we should listen to that right now. We on, already, oh, we no, already, that was, we that already was the intro it. to oh, the podcast. Come on. That, was the intro, that was the intro to the podcast. I've got some questions about bird politics. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> that was weird because he almost Continue. couldn't. You almost couldn't pronounce the. Well. The name game. Seriously, guys. Bird politic or bird politics? Bird politics. Bird politics, right. Okay. Plural. Yeah. Because there was a while where the discussion of whether it was singular or plural was on the table, remember? Oh, wait. Or is it possessive? I don't even know. It was very confusing. It had, remember, it was also at the time we were trying to figure out the, what irony really was, like what, like the concept of irony was. Anyway, um... Class hopper, wait, senators, class hopper. So that's the real bird politics, right? We've had so many different band names. You guys could not, you no. it's like. There was other lights. I think Elliot came down to Austin and we actually tried to master other. No, we didn't like that one though. I don't think. What was it called? Other lights? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that E-Train? Talk about the first time you saw Seth. On stage playing in bird politics. Do you remember that at all? I mean, the senators? The senators slash bird politics. The first time I saw him on stage? Yeah, like I was like, we were already really deeply in uh, sex love at the time. If so I, could, I just wanted to like have more sex love with him. You guys met at the DFW airport at yeah. some random airport bar. And then before you know it, you're going to Portland. I couldn't remember what Seth looked like. When I, because I only met him for like an hour and a half, but we had this like pretty cool conversation. And then I got on the plane. I remember I was like smiling the whole plane ride home. I was like, hmm, so happy right now. And then when I got home, 
um, I was like, yeah, I met this dude in the airport and then we had like a party and I like crashed my motorcycle into the ground. And then anyway, Seth and I started talking on the phone, but I could not fucking remember what he looked like, but he sent me a picture from Wes's wedding of him in this like salmon colored shirt. You were there. You remember the salmon shirt. Yeah. We had to buy those. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, for banana Republic. Yeah, and Seth was like all like kind of clean cut, but like, you know, but it didn't even look like him. Like to this day, there's this weird thing about Seth and pictures. Like there are pictures from his childhood where I'm like, that doesn't even look like I can't see you in it. But like, anyway, Seth sent me that picture and that's all I had to go on. And I was like, I can't even remember what you look like. And I remember I was, I flew back up or Seth and I were like, okay. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go visit the dude I met in the airport. And all my friends were like, you're fucking crazy. And then, you know, whatever. And so I get here, but I was so nervous and I get off the plane and I remember I stopped in the bathroom and I was like checking, like, do I look okay? You know? And I remember Seth was standing outside, you know, in PDX, like holding a postcard and I saw him and I was like, Oh my God, we're totally having sex because you were really hot. You Hey, anyway, Elliot, I know what I'm up to. I don't think I, I saw you on, well, yeah, I don't think I saw you on stage until I started, because then we, I started flying up and you played like some parties, I remember. Oh, I, definitely at the 525. In yeah. the basement. That's well, probably the first. About, that's the first place I saw you play was yeah, down in the basement rehearsal. When we yeah. went and knocked on the door, and John was so drunk that he couldn't answer the door, and yeah, so yeah. then we went to the movie instead. Yeah, with Mark. We were supposed to have band practice, but John was not answering the door at five to five. He wasn't drunk. He was hungover. Hungover. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. What are we talking and about? And so then you and me and Mark went to the yeah. Omsi Charlie to the watch a movie factory. instead. And I had diarrhea. And then I think later in the day after the movie, maybe Diorama. we went back to the house and John was up and we rehearsed. Yeah, no, me, and then me and John met for the first time. Right. And we were like, you're cool. Actually, I spent so much uh, time on that porch sitting there while you got, I mean, like, I love sitting on that porch. It was so fun. That it's view right there. Scorched from the earth. Damn. Doesn't exist anymore. No. Fucking Just porch, not a porch bro. anymore. We're going to have to find a new porch. So fun. Do you remember the the show the Sinners played at Kyle's house for a Halloween party? Oh, God, do barn? I? Yeah. I was your stalker, remember? Yeah. <laughs> that was a good Halloween costume. It was a scary I had costume. Like, yeah. With a CK or a LK? I had like a black bindi and my eyes. I put like black, like coal, like really dark. Uh, and then I had a red hoodie and I just followed Seth around all night. People were actually, I remember... Someone came up and was like, Are you, is she okay? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's her Halloween costume. Yeah. She's a stalker. She's a stalker. Get it? All right. Let's hey, end we it. Should go, let's go play a song. Thank you all for tuning in to 525 Records Podcast. This is Seth Gibson uh, closing it out. 525 Records Podcast proudly presented by the roadcaster from Wait. Road. Hold on, and Elliot didn't cause it. Elliot didn't. And old crow whiskey. No, wait. Hold on. Seth didn't close it out. Elliot didn't close it out. I'm closing it out right now. Okay. It's been a pleasure talking to guests today, reliving old memories. John, thank you so much for doing the podcast. I appreciate yeah, it. You're welcome, Elliot. Seth, thank you so much for doing the podcast. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. 
Bird Politics, 525records.com. Should we play a couple of songs? Will you cut out the last end of that? Like, I'll cut out nothing and you'll like it. That's fine. Get your own podcast. How the fuck does this get back down? If you don't Start like it, own. get your own podcast. That's what I say here all the time. If you don't like it, get your own podcast. If you don't like it, start your own podcast. You know, people come up to me with a lot that's of criticism. Not a, that's not a good... Uh, that's not a good... Uh, how long does the amp have to really... <laughs> it's got to warm up for... People come up to me all the time with criticism. And they, they have all kinds of criticism about the podcast. Oh, you should do this. You should do that. And I always say the same thing. Start your own fucking podcast. You should talk less. Start your own podcast. <laughs> That's what I always say. Start your own podcast. It's incredibly hard. Come on, man. You gotta have the Fuck gear. you guys in here. I can... can you just... <laughs> Stop touching buttons. Just Stop Can you guys buttons. just please... Give me a little break here. <laughs> Can we please give you a little break here? Uh...